Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Hell, I suck at dating with Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all new episode of Help I Suck at Dating. And I might I might kind of just whisper like this for the entire episode. Why are you um, whispering, bro? I'm recording live from a restaurant in San Felipe, Mexico. Are you surrounded uh, by people? There's actually no one here, but I just still feel like the employees are still here. So I feel a little guilty. Should we you interview know. all the employees about their dating life? See if they'll just open up uh-huh. to us, sign a waiver, let them know, let us know their deepest, darkest secrets. Sorry, I'm going to crack a Pellegrino right now. Nice Irish crickets, love it. Yeah, um, it's not a beer, unfortunately. No. We should drink on this podcast, man. We should just get drunk and then just like tell our worst stories and then see if it gets picked up by Us Weekly and get some more listeners. You know, why is Mark shaking his head? Because we ask you, <laughs> oh, man. See, I, this is a rant I've done before. If you just not eat for one hour a week, we can make it through a really good podcast. It's just oh. really one hour a week, and I know that getting Dean anywhere near a phone or Wi-Fi or a computer for one hour a week is asking enough that I shouldn't add to that by saying, please don't eat for the following 60 minutes. Yeah. What but are you you're shoveling food in your mouth. Jared's cracking open beverages. Like, come on guys, professional oh. broadcasting here. Oh no. Well, I guess the, the, the reason for me eating was I wanted to at least let people know that I'm patronizing the restaurant here. I'm not just stealing some Wi-Fi for the next hour. Yeah, and mine was for creative content. I figured a nice little crack. People would be like, all right, maybe I should crack open a beer with this guy, even though it's not a beer, it's a sparkling water. <laughs> Mark, do you accept our uh, our reasoning? Or? I do, but we also have to read uh, Dean's email from last night. Uh, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. This, this is what we deal with trying to put this podcast together every week. <laughs> this came at 10 o'clock last night. Hey, guys. So tomorrow I'm driving this big stretch in Mexico. I read online it's pretty sketch when it comes to reception. I did a similar drive today and had a reception most of the day. I might stop an hour beforehand, hopefully at a place with Wi-Fi. Just want to let you know there's a chance I get stuck in a dead zone. So I guess we should just be thankful you're here at all. Yeah, well, you didn't even finish it. I said it's, it's unlikely, but not impossible. Right, that's <laughs> just really you in a nutshell. <laughs> and listen, like like you said, here I am at a restaurant in San Felipe. So I guess to add some uh, context to that message, I'm driving from essentially from Sayulita up into Los Angeles, and it's a 30-hour drive. 
obviously you can't drive all 30 hours in one stretch because that's insanity. And so I drove 10 hours, drove 10 hours yesterday, and then I'm driving 10 hours today. And today, the first six hours of the drive is through like desolate Mexican highway. And I haven't had service all day until literally 20 minutes ago where I was like, I don't know how I did this. I woke up without an alarm and I timed it perfectly. And here I am. So, you know, just winging by the seat of his pants, pissing in the wind, Dean Ungler, help us. I got dating. I got to say, too, I crossed the border into Baja, California at the beginning of the drive, immediately lost service. And so I thought that I had an extra hour because then it pushed me back an hour. And I was like, oh, I've got until 1 p.m. Turns out, no, I only had until noon. So it's just a whole cavalcade of chaos. Where do you park the van to sleep? Um, there's a lot of like beach access roads you can drive down that are pretty safe. Uh, last night I parked in a motel parking lot that has like big van parking. Um, you know, you kind of just figure it out. I parked in an RV park like two nights ago, paid 20 bucks. Is Kaylin with you or are you alone? No, I'm solo. I don't think she would like it if she was with me. She would definitely not be happy. It's more of a solo thing, you know? Also, on the <laughs> way down from Vegas to Sayulita, it's another 30 hours, and I had my, my guy friend drive with me because it's a little more of a guy trip than a girl trip. Sure. So this is a, a th- cool thing I have. My email is set up to receive uh, emails from the future, and I just got one from Dean in 2024. Oh, Wait, yeah, what's what? it say? Yeah, I'll read it to you right now. So, hey, guys. Yeah. Ah, I was backpacking from Ankara to Istanbul, and I ended up in a Turkish prison. Sucks. <laughs> Sorry. The good news is local laws allow us to do one podcast a week, so I'll try to be on. Unfortunately, the Wi-Fi here is not great in cell block upside down H with a line through it, so we'll see how it goes. The good news <laughs> is the delousing means I won't have to shower for another month. Turkish prisons for the win. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Unlikely, but not impossible. <laughs> XOXO Dean. You know what my favorite part of that whole email is? Mark, you're just assuming that this podcast is still going to be around by 2024. Absolutely. That's good news, man. Multiple People's Choice Awards by then. Obviously. I mean, unless you're right. If we're if in three years from now, we're still recording, and it's, I'll gladly go to Turkish prison for a week for that <laughs> to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So you're down in Sayulita right now, Dean. Uh, no, I'm in San Felipe. Well, you were down in Sayulita. You said yeah, you were driving right. back, right? Yeah, you remember the podcast from two weeks ago when I was like, hey, my brother's getting married in 30 minutes. Let's make this snappy. No, I know. but and So you've been down there the whole time. No, and then I flew up to babysit Pappy for a week, and then I flew back like six days ago. To Sayulita. And now I'm to Puerto Vallarta, which is essentially, yeah, it's an hour south, and then... Drove up to Sayulita for a couple of days, drove up to Mazatlan for a day, ferried my car across to Cabo, and then been, have been driving up to, from Cabo for the past two days. Well, damn it, Dean. I was going to try to start some rumors because uh, Nick and Natalie, uh, Nick Viol and his girlfriend Natalie, apparently are in Sayulita. So I was going to start some rumors that maybe you were down in paradise because that's where they filmed the show with Nick making a cameo. Could have had this whole thing going. Like... So were you in paradise? That's the question that I was going to ultimately Should we get start at. the Nick rumor? I'm down to start the Nick rumor. I was going to start that? the Dean Nick's... rumor. The Dean and like, funny you were down in Sayulita. Nick was down there. So Come on me. now. Uh, Maybe you guys are the new host after David Spade. Um, yeah, David Spade's down there hosting. Kaylin told me about that. No, it's funny because Nick texted me like an hour ago. And he's like, hey, I'm in Sayulita. Are you still here? And I was like, no, I literally just left like, you know, four to five days ago. Uh, 
I was like, oh, he's got to be down there to host. So that's what he's down there for then is to host. I truly have no idea, but I was going to start some rumors on this podcast with like you going down there and hosting one week and then Nick and Natalie are going to be down there next week. And then I was going to be like, oh, yeah, Ashley and I have a trip next week. And then we're going to start all this newsworthy type rumor speculation. And now it's all to because sh- you were just driving a van. I guess to set the record straight, I did ask him. He's not down there for hosting. He's down there for his cousin's wedding, allegedly. But also, that seems like the, a perfect excuse to use when you're down there to host something and you don't want people to know you're down there to host something. So you say you're at your cousin's wedding. Totally. It's kind of like when you ask a cop, like, are you a cop? And if they say, I'm not a cop, that's exactly what a cop would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't really equate it to that at all. But uh, <laughs> let's agree to disagree on this one, I guess. <laughs> all right. Well, we do have a great podcast coming up that we're going to talk about dating at, at, at some point. We have Adam Cohen Alzate. Uh, he is the founder of the S'more dating app. Yup, just like s'mores, which I had s'mores over this past weekend at Memorial Day. And God, they're so freaking good. But anyway, he is the founder of S'more dating app, which is apparently the first anti-superficial relationship app. They're kind of calling it that love is blind for dating apps. So we're going to talk to him later about his dating app. But for right now, we had something last week that we wanted to talk about, but we didn't have time because we were just jam packed with good stuff. And there was an article on Cosmopolitan about dating hacks, bringing a crystal with you on a first date. Obviously, my dog Lois is very excited about this topic. So on the Cosmopolitan article, it says there are a few things you probably take with you on every date. Your phone, your wallet, your keys, your face mask. Oh, your face mask. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I was thinking like some sort of beauty mask for girls. I was like, who the hell would do that? Anyway, uh, this article says, let me suggest one more. Bring a crystal. Crystals uh, act as conductors and amplifiers that transmit and transform your energy and potentially the energy of people around you. They are mood changers, energy lifters, and power boosters. Now, who wouldn't want that type of cosmic help? Dean, have you ever heard of this, bringing crystals on a first date to like get good energy out of it? Uh, I mean, I'm familiar with the crystals and their ability to sense auras etc you seem like a uh, crystal type guy i could i could tell you see you walking around with some crystals for some good energy in the van no i actually i, I actually kind of really take offense to that so please don't ever say that again <laughs> uh yeah you know i have experienced crystals to a degree uh, i would never be an advocate for them personally but uh if someone brought one on a first date i'd say you know why not let's uh let's explore this if you, were on a, crystal, if you were on a date with someone and they brought a crystal and they were like, yeah, I bring this every first date I go on, what would your first thought be? I would think that she probably is going on many first dates for that one reason. And maybe <laughs> not bringing that for the next one would save her uh, a little bit of heartache. But yeah, I would say it's probably unlikely to get a second date after that kind of uh, uh, shtick. But, you know, who doesn't love, a, who doesn't love an underdog? Well, I would – who doesn't love an underdog indeed? That's why we love Rocky. I don't think it's that weird. Like, I mean, didn't people used to carry around rabbit's foot? That's kind of like – that's no more, right? Peter got in the middle of that one. You can't carry around a lucky rabbit's foot. I remember the rabbit's foot thing. I don't think they are, again, the same thing at all. I feel like what are we talking about? the parallels, the parallels yeah, you're trying to now. draw today are uh, – Hold on. Are – they're asking for a lot more. If somebody you. brings a crystal to a first date for good luck, a rabbit's no, foot was the same the cr- thing. Let's do because it. Because what you're failing to understand is the crystal, it's not a good luck charm, the crystal. 
Oh, it's a conductor of good energy. The the crystal is uh, essentially a resource for that person to uh, channel energy through and from and out of and into and help better understand the uh, the chemistry between her and the person that she's on a date with. The rabbit's foot is just a lucky's rabbit's foot. That's like I, me walking around with my my freaking lucky rock that I have. I'm not a big uh, a big like believer in that type of stuff. So you have a lucky rock. Do you think it brings mm. you luck, or is it like just in your head that you think you'll have bad luck if you don't have it? No, uh, I actually used to be super super superstitious. Now I'm only a little stitious, but I do bring the rock with me in my van everywhere I go. Um, it's just a rock that I collected from a mountain peak that I climbed, which I probably shouldn't say because technically that's illegal. And I don't want anyone to think that I take rocks from everywhere that I go. It was just the very first big mountain that I climbed. It's a tiny little pebble. And I hope we can maybe cut this out because I feel like I don't want people to know me as the guy that collects rocks from mountaintops again, because it's illegal and I'm not condoning that activity. Uh, it was just a special moment to me and I took it. Okay. I took it and I have it. I've I've had it for like 10 years, maybe like 12 years. Um, it's just a part of the leave no trace mentality. You know, you go and you pack out all your trash. You, you, you don't let anyone know where you slept. You kind of like leave that as it is. And you don't take anything from the places that you visit as well. Imagine if, you know, thousands of people that go to the Grand Canyon every single day were taking rocks all the time. Eventually there'd be no more rocks in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that's a fair point. Take only memories, leave only footprints. Exactly. Take only pictures, leave only footprints. That's the one I'm more familiar with. But yeah, it's more or less the same. The same. My sister's-in-law is in, is in town right now. And yesterday, so she flew in. And yesterday she broke a mirror. Apparently like a big ass mirror that goes into a closet. And she opened a door and it was leaning against it. And the thing shattered. And she was getting on a plane the next day. And she was terrified because obviously if you break a mirror, you're supposed to have seven years of bad luck. She made it here safe and sound, knock on wood. And it got me thinking... I don't really believe in that stuff. Not to bring it back to Tom Brady, but I'm going to bring it back to him. He made a video like seven years ago of like walking under, because he's not superstitious at all. And he walked under a ladder. He broke a mirror. He did something else that's supposed to bring you like 50 years of bad luck. And the dude went on to win three Super Bowls. So for me... Okay, but let's say this. Let's say this. Let's say maybe had he not done those things, he would have won six Super Bowls. But because he did that, the bad luck only made him win three. I don't believe that. I, I'm not a big, like, crystal guy. I was never the guy that, like, didn't change his socks. Not I was never that good of an athlete in high school, so it's not like I ever was, like, on a hitting streak. But I never changed my socks regardless if we were on some sort of winning streak. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Riley, I know uh, you had some a, a list of certain things that do you, could be creepy, could be cool um, on if you brought it on a first date or not. I do. I'm very curious for these 10 items. Um, We talked about the rabbit's foot, but a few more items. If somebody brought lucky socks, underwear, or a condom on a date, would this be weird? Oh, and hold on. How are we like just lumping in a condom with socks and underwear? How did that, how did that get lumped on top of each other? These were submitted, so I think somebody just had this on their mind. Yeah, I got news for you. Somebody brought a... First of all, is the condom used? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I if they're... I think so. No, right? Okay, think... I just... I'm prefacing... I'm just giving context to the story, okay, Mark? <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, I'll allow it. It's weird I regardless. Think... Yeah, I think, like, in movies at least, they have, like, the, the lucky condom in their wallet. Is that a thing? No, so? no, no, that's not a lucky mm. condom. That's like in case they need to use that condom that night. Which is always a good thing to have. 
I guess it is lucky if it ends up being thrown away at the end of the night. Right. I think she's saying like, are you, is it possible you could jinx it by bringing it with you? Is it, is it weird? Like, obviously I would hope that she doesn't know that you brought one to dinner because that's going to kind of send things in the wrong direction, but it's good to have just in case, but, or are you jinxing it by bringing it? I have a story actually about a scenario very similar to this, but unfortunately my wife is in the other room, so I am not saying it, but it involved maybe something in my wallet or something not in my wallet because maybe I was thinking like Mark and I didn't wanna you know, get ahead of myself, uh, count my chickens before they hatch, if you will. And uh, then of course I was in some sort of predicament where uh, you know, it was, you, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, fair. But I think lucky underwear is legit because lucky underwear might be underwear you particularly feel good and confident in, and that's going to increase your odds of having a good date. Yeah, but is that like just underwear that doesn't have holes in it? In your case, yes. Yeah, like I make sure I wear like my nice pair of boxers. I wouldn't call them lucky. I'd call them the newest ones I have. <laughs> um. Yeah, sorry, my headphones died like halfway through that, and so I can only hear really what you guys are saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and take a quick uh, five-minute intermission real quick and get my charger <laughs> for the headphones, so that way we're not doing this whole podcast without my headphones. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, whatever helps, man. All right, Jared, Mark, Riley, you guys got this. I'll be right back. All right. Well, let's hope he's back for the guest. Riley, do you want to continue with uh, the list? Yeah, let's move on. So our, our next one goes with the crystal. What if somebody brought sage? All right, sage is the smelling one, right? Yeah, it's like light on fire to you know, wave around. That's a, that's a big check, please. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a little intense if she's trying to clear. Because sage is meant to like give positivity, right? And clear the air of all animosity and negativity. Yeah, so it's like clearing the, the spirits or the negativity around anyone. Listen, if we got to clear spirits when we first sit down on our first date, <laughs> then this isn't going to work out. By the way, Jared, I need to call you out because I also, I, I think crystals are silly. I don't believe in sage and that stuff, but I'm a hypocrite because when Green Bay is playing, I am dressed head to toe in Green Bay garb because it's good luck. I assume the same is for you. Oh, I don't think it's good luck. I'm just a, I'm a homer. Like I love wearing jerseys. But would you, would you, wouldn't you feel like if you didn't wear a jersey, it's like bad energy, bad mojo, something? No. I'm just not that type of guy. I like when watching a game, like a lot of people are like, I like to joke around with my friends. Like if somebody has been standing up the entire game and we're losing and they sit yeah. down and we right. start winning, I'm like, you better not get the hell up. But I know it has nothing to do with the game. I have okay. fun with it. But right. No, like anytime I wear a jersey or anything like that, it's just because I, I like being like that, that hometown fan. That's like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. right, what's next, Riley? What about if somebody brought like cliff notes or stats about you? Like they had things written down. What do you mean? They have my rookie card? Just like information about you, like little notes so that they remember. I mean, like your pet's name or uh, where you went to high school. Yeah, things yeah. you guys have talked about. I guess, yeah, if we've talked about them, that'd be pretty cute. If they're like, oh, I know we've talked about your dog before and I wanted to make sure I remembered their name. Yeah, that's 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 kind of adorable. Now, listen, if we I never met so. before, like if we never really talked all that much and they brought like like, for example, if I was on the show and then like they had all these stats about me like, oh, yeah, you were fourth and and you got eliminated week five and Bachelor in Paradise. I'd be like, OK, this is a little weird. I agree. That would be a little weird. 
That would be weird. I do think, I think it's okay to do that. It's okay to take notes on these people, but I don't think it's great if you let them know that you've taken notes on them. I think it's better to just kind of use it for little reminders for yourself. When they go to the bathroom, you can quick look and see what their mom's name is and he'll be impressed when you get back. Kind of like cheating on a high school test. You ever had like like the the Gatorade bottle and like one side had the label ripped off and you put like the the cheat sheet in the Gatorade bottle. So you were just staring at it, but the teacher couldn't see because the label was on the outside. That was always a good one. You could do that on a first date. Sure you, you could or wear a hat and wear it at the top yeah there we go you'd be like oh, oh yeah your mom um nancy that's right nancy yeah your mom i remember that um so our next one we have is what if somebody brings no purse no bag no wallet they're just bare well how are they gonna pay what if they use like Apple Pay or like some sort? Like, I what if they have to it. Venmo you? I like it. I like I like just being clean when I'm out and about. I love it. I don't have a wallet anymore. And it's fantastic. You don't have a wallet anymore? Nope. I got everything in the back of my phone. See there? Ah, oh, so that's pretty much your wallet. I guess it's so, but it's case. one thing. It's one item, and that's the best. That is the best. Uh yeah. I mean, you yeah, be minimalistic. As long as you can like offer to pay, that's all I really care about. Sorry, really quick. I just have to say this. It's like in Forgetting Sarah Marshall where he's like, I don't wear a watch anymore, man. Let's go with the flow. And plus the time's on my phone. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, You have a wallet, Mark. It's on your phone case. It's not a wallet. My it's wallet. wallet. I'll show you. My wallet's right here. I don't use it anymore. Wow. It stays in the drawer. I, sw- I, I switched to one of those Ridge wallets, like the little metal ones. I like them a lot more. Dude, I'm not joking. My back used to hurt because I would have such a thick-ass wallet because I would keep every yeah. credit card, every business card, every license. I, I truly became George Costanza. <laughs> All right, Dean's back. Hey, guys. I'm so sorry. All right, Riley, you want to get to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. So the next one, what if somebody has diet restrictions and they bring their own food? Mm. Well, I mean, you have diet restrictions. You can't like do much about that. I guess I'd rather have that than somebody go to the restaurant and be like, hi, I know this is your menu, but I'm going to create my own thing and you're going to do it because I have diet restrictions. Do you or Ashley have diet restrictions with each other? <laughs> with each other? <laughs> Was that sizzling fajitas coming your way? <laughs> I, believe someone, I believe they're making a blended margaritas. Oh, nice. Dude, you should gra- get me one of those. I love this show so much. <laughs> I'd like to be clear they're not for me, okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, no judgment if they were. Uh, Ashley's allergic to mango, but apparently she doesn't know anymore, as she just informed me. Uh, so no diet oh. restrictions on this end. Oh, nice. Well, So Kaylin is like vegan uh, like 28 days out of the month. And so uh, it's, it's not a challenge, but sometimes we have to pick the restaurants that we go to because she can only have so many options to choose from. 28 days out of the month. Does she cheat three days out of the month? Uh, yeah. Every once in a while, she just like have cheese or something. Yeah, vegans can't I'm cheese. told there's a time of the month where you crave iron. Yeah, she is iron deficient, actually. Uh, and so she needs to figure out a way to ingest more iron. I don't know how she's been doing that. Maybe she's been taking vitamins or something. Uh, but it's definitely something that we're working on. Dude, mm-hmm. I don't know. So she can't eat dairy. I mean, she can. She just chooses not to. I don't know how anybody could choose not to eat dairy. That's a tough lifestyle. Yeah, I don't really like dairy, though. The only good dairy product I think I feel like is ice cream. Uh, cheese? No, cheese is so overhyped. So Dude, overhyped. You are outside your wow. mind. Have you ever had fresh Parmesan? Like, Yeah, on, I've had every kind of cheese. On all a charcuterie the time board? When I was a kid. Like fresh Parmesan, salami, 
Oh, my I mean, there's God. a time and place for cheese, but I think that cheese is just there. People think that you can put cheese in anything. It's going to be good. And no, it's not. There's a time and place when cheese is good. Charcuterie being one of those times and places. But like an omelet, for instance, an omelet is already good without cheese. There's no need to put cheese in it. And then what restaurants do is they'll just like load it up with as much cheese as possible. And then it just becomes cheese with other things around it. And it's like, I don't want that. I don't want a mozza- melted mozzarella stick for breakfast. Yeah, I just think that they'll the cheese sometimes. I don't know. Most of the time, if cheese is in there, I'm in there too. Uh, what do you next? guys think about cheese? <laughs> yeah, let us know. Uh, email us at <laughs> I suck at dating. Hot topic. What are your thoughts on cheese? Remind them the email address. I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Tell us how annoyed you are by my antics today. And also tell us how much you hate cheese and what you would maybe substitute cheese for if you could. Is, is that a celeb? There's a photo on the wall behind you of uh, two men on either side of a female. And I'm wondering if that's a celebrity that's been to that restaurant posing with the owners. You know, I have no idea, but I, I bet you one of you guys will know if it is a celebrity. It's too blurry. I can't tell. Can you ask the waiter who it is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> can, we add, can we see if we can get you on the wall? Just let them know who you are. Excuse me. I'm the young of Bachelor in Paradise, and I'm currently right, hosting my right. hit iHeartRadio podcast, Help I Suck at Dating. Can I get on this wall? Can we take a photo of the three of us? Yeah. And by the way, I'll take two frozen margaritas. <laughs> Do you want me to ask? I can ask. Please, please. All right. Well, yeah, ask, and we got to take a quick Amigo. break. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, TNS. TNS. <laughs> I'll be honest, there's a lot of pictures on the wall here, so I think they're going to be famous people. Kian uh, SDS. Uh, Famosa? Oh. Oh, they're just friends of the restaurant. I see. Oh, okay. Well, that was uh, Famosa, anticlimactic. See. Ah, gracias, amigo. Well, so nice of him to answer us. Yeah. Thank you uh, so no, much. No, no, that's, that's, so there it is. They're just friends of the restaurant that looked really nice that they wanted to take a picture of and put them on the wall. Uh, we'll still take those two margaritas. Uh, right, we're going to take a quick break, but right after that break, we have uh, the founder of S'more Dating App, Adam Cohen Alzati. I'm trying to segue, people. We're going to take a quick break. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer 
than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. I'm in uh, Ashley's glam room. Dean is somewhere in Mexico uh, at a coffee shop or a restaurant surrounded by people going to prom. Anywho, we have a great guest lined up. He is the founder of the S'more Dating App, which is the world's first anti-superficial relationship app. It is Adam Cohen Alzalti. Uh, Adam, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I am doing wonderfully. I am now in California, took a, a week out of New York City, the hustle and bustle of that city to get some sun because I'm pasty white from the last 18 months. So, uh, so I'm feeling good. I think we're all pasty white from the past 18 months. So you're from New York and in California right now? So I am a Canadian boy, born, born and raised in Montreal, mm -hmm. found myself in the U.S. when I was 22 and have not gone back ever since. But I do live in New York and visiting L.A., Orange County area. So what do you like better, Canada or the States? Be honest. Wow. There's no I'm not going to win with this answer. So what I'm going to say is Canada, Montreal is a beautiful city it is will always be my home. I love living in New York. My husband lives in New York, so that's his his hometown. But I feel most at home living in Los Angeles. Okay, there we go. Interesting answer. I did not expect that. L.A., I used to live in L.A. for a while. Dean's still up there sometimes. It's a little too busy for me in New York. Holy crap, I get anxiety through the roof just walking down the street. A lot of people. <laughs> um, but it is a fun place to visit, I'm not going to lie. Montreal is beautiful. I felt like I was in Europe. I went to Montreal a couple times, and it's yeah. insane how... Um, 
how it feels like I'm in France. <laughs> it really does. It's it's cultural without being overly aggressive because sometimes in Europe it could be a little bit more aggressive. I feel like you have the niceness of Canadians, you have really good food, and it's 45 minutes from the Vermont border. So I don't think you can go wrong. Plus the prices are super cheap. Yeah, I discovered uh, I discovered poutine down there. We have poutine. Yes, we have poutine. And I think all the poutine stores now are now owned by Celine Dion. So if any Americans go to Canada, you'll be getting some Celine Dion poutine. She bought a, a, most of the big Canadian poutine companies. Well, my wife would love that. She loves Celine Dion, as you can see, Titanic behind me. So I've heard Celine Dion <laughs> one too many times in this household. So Adam, I do want to talk about your dating app, s'more tell us all about it why do you find it to be a superficial relationship app i've heard it compared to like netflix's love is blind what made you want to create this uh how's it going and where do you see s'more uh in the future yeah so great question so i've been doing this for 12 years so s'more is not my first rodeo i built my first dating website as a grad student at harvard in 2008 so i've been matching people since the beginning uh, even before dating apps existed, I just find it so interesting to bring people together to have these meaningful conversations. I love seeing people interact. And as that you know, action moved online, it was interesting to see what brands were doing in that space. And by the way, fun fact for all of your listeners, so photos that include cats and dogs get twice the amount of interaction than photos without cats and dogs, uh. specifically dogs, though. It shows that you're a loving, warm person and people want to chat with those people. I've got an issue with that method. I don't like how it's just so obvious what you're doing when you post a photo with a dog or a cat or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay, but to be fair, it's also obvious when guys take their shirts off and like, here is my six pack ab. There's also oh, a really good app that does that for you. And for yeah. all women out there, your perfectly airbrushed photos are only gonna get you so far. So throwing a dog, I feel like throwing a dog is the better of two evils, yes? Yeah, yeah throwing in no, a dog is like, it's like a different version of a thirst trap. Yes, it's less thirsty. It's it's a wholesome thirst trap. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I guess I'll I'll say I'm not a fan of any of those things. Like you mentioned, the shirtless pics, the airbrushing, or the dog pics. But I see they do serve a purpose, and they're there for a reason. Yes. Um, but back to s'more. Okay. So and feel free to jump with any questions. So uh, prior to starting s'more, I was the managing director of Chappie, which is an app that's owned by Bumble. So I worked really closely with Whitney Wolf and her team uh, at Bumble to build this brand first product, uh, which was Chappie. When I left the company, I the truth, the real story is I found myself on a beach in Mexico and I met a, an African-American woman who was millennial, who was curvy and beautiful. And she told me that I ruined her life. And what she said was, as a black woman, she felt as though she had to put a version of herself on these apps that she knew was inauthentic from day one. She said to me, Adam, I know exactly how to airbrush my photos. I know what to write in the first message. I know what to include in my bio so that a man will respond like this. And he does. The problem is I'm leading with the five sexiest percent of who I am. And by the time he finds out who I really am, he's not interested anymore. Why can't I just be me? And if you take a step back and to all your listeners, when you think about all the dating apps that you use, right? So some of them are great, but every single one wants you to make a decision first and foremost based on appearance. Then it leads to the emotional connection or sex and then emotional connection. But if you truly are looking for a relationship, shouldn't you have conversations? Shouldn't you give someone a chance? Because you never know truly who you'll end up with. You might say, I have a type, right? But then you meet a person who is not ever in your mindset of who you would be connecting with and who you'd be interested in, but the sparks fly. 
S'more allows those sparks to actually happen because you're having more conversations with more people. And what's nice about S'more is as you chat with a person, you get to see more of them. So you literally on S'more can hear a person's voice before you see their photos. You can listen to their favorite music before you see their photos. You can fall in love with who they really are. And hopefully the photo locks it in for you. If the photo doesn't lock it in for you, then you've still gotten closer to being in a relationship by having a conversation versus just swiping through photos like a softcore porn site. Yes. Yeah. No. I'm, yeah. That makes that that's makes sense. That's a, that's that's a great explanation. I gotta say though, what happens when you're faced with the harsh reality of connecting with someone, enjoying the conversation, loving their voice, their music taste, all that kind of stuff, and then you see the photo and you're like, oh wait, actually, maybe not for me. Yeah. No. I, look, and that's totally fair. And you still have got to be sexually attracted to the person for sure. But what we found in our app is you're at least giving someone a chance. You're getting yourself ready for love by having these conversations, by forcing yourself to actually chat versus just swipe on a torso or swipe on an airbrushed headshot. Because the 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 act of chatting is something that is part of relationships. You cannot order the perfect person to your house, right? Relationships aren't made to order and they're, and relationships also aren't disposable, but we have been treating relationships like it means nothing. A million fish in the sea, swipe all day long. You don't like the person, move on to the next, X, 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 And we are all still single, right? So if we want to be in a relationship, we've got to try something new. This is what the new thing is. This is it. it it definitely does get mindless after a while. Unlike the bumbles, the tinders, the hinges, all that kind of stuff is you just swipe and swipe and swipe. You know, you're, you're bored watching TV or you're on the toilet or something. Yes. Uh, not speaking from experience, obviously, but you just keep on swiping mindlessly. So I guess this is great because it engages you a little bit more uh, intellectually and emotionally. Is there like a limit or something to how many conversations you can carry on at a time? Or is it kind of just as many as you're comfortable doing or? Yeah. Okay. So s'more is not about blurring a photo or, you know, you know, withholding someone's appearance. It's about getting you into a conversation. So we think about what are the ways in which we can help facilitate a relationship. So the first thing what we do on s'more, and I wish all apps did this, is we verify 100% of people. Because if you truly want a relationship, the last thing you want to be doing is talking with a catfisher. Mm -hmm. So on s'more, 100% of people have to verify that the photos on their profile are the same photos or the same person who is behind the iPhone. That's one. Two, every profile gets a behavioral score. So if you're acting like a D, and you know what that means, capital D, you're not going to do well on our app. People in conversation will say, is this person being respectful to me? Yes or no. And then thirdly, we want you to engage before you judge. We want you to have more meat on the bones before you decide this person isn't for me or this person is for me. So there's a few things that we do in that vein. And then in addition to that, we've also launched a way to meet someone organically, which I truly think is the future of dating. All these dating apps have profiles, right? You go in there and you're sorting, 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 and every single thing is a different version of the same, right? All these profiles, they all look the same. We wanted to create an experience where you could just discover or stumble upon someone cool. So what we have on S'more is 50 hours of really cool celebrity dating video content. And you can meet people through watching this video content. As you comment on the video and as you like these videos, you can see who else has commented and liked the same content that you did. And then you can start a private conversation about that content. So we're giving you more avenues, more ways to start a conversation because truth of the matter is, you don't really know who you're gonna end up with because if you did, 
you would probably be there, right? We want you to chat. We want you to take the initiative and really break the ice. And so that's what we're facilitating at S'more. How many conversations do you have to have before you start seeing the other person's face? Like until it starts getting less and less blurry. Yeah. So the way that it works right now is it requires 10 messages. So five each way. So every message you send will unblur at 10%. Everything you, any message you receive will unblur 10%. So only 10 messages, not that much may take three minutes, may take three days. Some people want to withhold a response because they want this experience to really continue. And some want to see a person right away. So it totally depends. What's cool about it. It's not just unblurring a photo when you can see the person it also unlocks all the visual content on their profile photo galleries videos about them and all their social media networks also unlock for you what if i just message someone 20 times in a row does that unlock everything or it has to be reciprocated exactly it takes two to tango once more it, it won't <laughs> game the system we thought about that because we knew dean that you were going to be doing that so we said just like the dean block so basically, nice. no, unless the person you're talking to also wants to play that game, it won't work. Nice. Smart, smart. Way to plan for the Ds. That's always a smart thing to do. <laughs> always have to plan for those Ds. Uh, capital capital Ds. Not Dean, obviously. Those are Dean's for the capital game. Ds, right. The capital Ds and the little Bs, the single Bs and all of them. Um, Adam, so you worked on Shappy before this. Is more tailored towards LGBTQ community or is it for everyone? What What is kind of like the the landscape in that regard. Yeah, so S'more is for everyone. What has happened with S'more, because I'm, I am from the LGBTQ community, I, f- I always found that a lot of these dating apps are very focused on Caucasians, you know, the straight guy, the straight girl, um, and the white straight guy, the straight girl. And it always felt like, to me, it always felt like the gay community was an afterthought and also felt like a lot of the minority communities, we didn't really think about how dating felt to them. We never really thought about what it means to be a black woman or an Asian man on a dating app. And so we wanted to create a community that really felt inclusive from the first day. So on S'more, over 20% of our audience is LGBTQ community, which means over 20% of our audience is non-heterosexual, which is probably four times greater than a Tinder. Yeah, that's an interesting point you make too, because as you said as a gay man, you felt like an afterthought, but then to be a person of color and a gay person, you're an afterthought of an afterthought. So I'm sure oh, they yeah. feel a lot more included in the, in the sense that they're on S'more too, huh? And we also, you know, S'more is not just a cute name, right? We haven't discussed that, but if you're interested, all you listeners out there, it, S'more actually comes from the root of the root of, of, of S'more is the number one term that people use when they give feedback on a dating app, any dating app, they, they use the term something more. They're looking for something more. They're looking for a deeper connection. So the heritage of S'more really comes from that. And so S'more also, if you look at our logo, includes the equality sign as the top and the bottom of our S'more. And it's held together by a chat icon because without communication and the marshmallow is the glue that holds it all together. So while it's cute, everything we do at the company, whether it's on the brand side or the product side, is really very intentional. And I think that's why so many people like it. It's very scary, by the way. It's very scary experience to be chatting with someone that you can't see. We appreciate that. If you've ever seen the show Love is Blind, you know. But at the same time, if we keep doing the same thing and expecting different results, that also is scary. And that's also ridiculous. We need to put ourselves out there. We need to try new things. 
I love it. S'more is playing chess while the rest of the dating apps are playing checkers, it seems like. 100%. Um, exactly. Did you, guys, did you guys get the idea from the... I mean, obviously, it's not a new idea, right? The love is blind mentality, the, the, the speak before you see kind of thing. How did you guys come up with that idea? Was it from the show or you guys had it beforehand? Like, what was kind of like the order of events in that case? Yeah, so we launched our product before the show aired. So we launched our beta in December of 2019. And I think the show aired in February of the fall of 2020. So just mm -hmm. before, like two months before. And no, honestly, the concept came from this woman on the beach. She said, why am I always judged based on my photo? Why am I judging someone based on his headshot? And when I took a step back and I looked at all these apps, every single one was, you know, some of these apps, the big T in the room, um, wanted you to make a decision. Literally, you got a person's name and a full headshot. You knew nothing about the person. And so, yeah, it's a hookup app. I get it. But don't you want to know something about that person? Like literally not one piece of information. And so it just felt like we weren't putting in an effort into getting into a relationship. But here's news to you guys. If you think a relationship is not hard work, then you have another thing coming because it's really, really hard. Yeah, then they, they've obviously never been in a relationship. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not easy. Some are easier than others, but it takes a lot of work. And so we want you to showcase really who you are, because if you want a relationship, you're going to have to be real at some point. So when that point happens for you and you know that you want a relationship, we allow you to showcase your crazy voice. We allow you to showcase the, your crazy love for, I don't know, whatever kind of music that you like and all your weird quirks, because that's what's going to be what someone falls in love with, not your facade of perfection. It's going to be with all of the weirdnesses that you are. That's why you're going to be cool. That's why you're going to be different. And that's why you're going to find love. I love it. And uh, so I, I kind of got this feeling of s'more and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm way off base here, but my interpretation of it is it kind of bridges the gap between, remember like match.com was like everyone's serious about being in a relationship now, finding their soulmate, getting married tomorrow kind of thing. And then in come the dating apps that, you know, the big T's, the B's, all that kind of stuff. And that kind of influenced uh, hookup culture quite a bit. And I think what s'more does and get, again, correct me if I'm wrong, it's kind of like that intermediary, you know, like, uh, you can kind of not use it as either of those things, but it allows you to be on an app, on a phone, you know, kind of give you that instant gratif gratification, but also, uh, you know, emboldens and, and, and uh, ingrains the idea of, you know, meaning something that's more meaningful, I guess. That's exactly it. And also, guys, slow it down. Why are we... So the average person swipes on 50... So the average man on, on one of the T's, <laughs> the T dating apps has to swipe between 1,000 and 1,500 times to land a single date. Think about that. That's a lot of swipes to land one date. And the Damn. average date lasts for 1.8 hours and does not work out. So you're spending all this time, it's really soft core porn. It's literally staring at hot people and doing nothing with that information, which is fine. But then just call it an app that, you know, it's hot, it's a hot or not app, right? It's not really for dating and relationships. Yeah. If you really want to be meeting a person, you've got to communicate. And so we've got to be more intentional. So slow it down, have a conversation, understand what you like about the person. By the way, if you want something casual, that's cool. As long as you both want the same things and you're intentional about it, then it's fine. We're, you know, we're not saying that you have to get married, but I think that everyone's relationship will look different, but we need to be more intentional about our conversations with people. We are all people. We all deserve some kind of respect, right? We're not all, there's so many negative words I can use, but we're, we're not just pieces of meat, right? We really are human beings. Even though you're seeing a torso and a headshot or a butt shot or whatever shot, we're real people and we all want some sort of love. 
So give us some bit of respect. And I think if everyone plays that same game, everybody wins. I've got one more question for you. So you see a lot of these uh, dating apps come out with things like the, there's like Bumble BFF and Tinder friends and all that kind of stuff. Is there, is there plans or is there currently an integration with s'mores to like, it's kind of a weird concept to like make a friend before seeing them because it's like, you know, it's, it's obviously just a purely platonic thing, but is there any idea or, or concept of that coming along? Yeah. Okay. So I want to answer that question, but before I answer that question, I want to talk to you about two other things that are not really exactly dating related, but you know, you talk about us as this concept of being anti-superficial, right? And everyone's like, what the hell does that mean? Like, what? I don't even know what that means. The concept is really about knowing more about the person before you say no. And if you look in social media right now, and I know your listeners are very super tech savvy. So everybody knows Clubhouse, right? And on Clubhouse, we're getting to know a person by their voice, by what they say and what their opinions are. And then we have to go to their profile to get to know more about them. So we're not judging that person based on his torso. That concept is already taking place. We all know the new amazing cool app called Paparazzi which is the anti-Instagram, which is an app where your friends create your feed. Your friends are showing you the authentic you and you're not be able to curate the most perfect life. By the way, that's all anti-superficial. We're being real. S'more is doing the same thing in the dating space. We're forcing you to be real. And we're saying that if you're real, you'll win. And to answer your second question, which is your first question because you only answered, asked one question, friends, yes. 50% of singles don't use dating apps. That's a crazy stat. 50% of singles do not use a dating app. Why? Because it's salacious, there's dick pics, it's crazy, it's uncomfortable, there's high pressure, but those people still want love. And those people use more of community apps like Nextdoor, which is really an app to tell you who your neighbors are. You, who, where, where can I go walk my dog? Where can I you know, go to, uh, whatever, um, a makeup gathering or a bake sale or whatever it is. But all these single people feel less pressure being on these common interests. I'm using air quotes, guys, these common interest apps, because there's a lot of pressure with being on a dating app, which is why our app is not a dating app. It is a relationship app. So if you want to go make a friend on S'more, we have a friendship finder already in the app. We designed it with that already included because we knew that no, not everyone wants this transactional concept of a date. No, not everyone wants to sort through resumes of people to look for a date. Some people just want to stumble upon someone cool. Watch a video, meet someone cool. Go into a chat room, meet someone cool. Listen to their voice, meet someone cool. So we've already created these more organic ways to meet people, which are, I think, more friendship focused than dating focused. but hey, it couldn't could end up in a date, couldn't end up as a friendship. Either way, you win. I'd also like to point out that uh, Dean said earlier he didn't like guys who posted pictures with their dogs or posted shirtless pictures. So I went on yeah. Dean's Instagram, and there's a nice picture of him and Pappy oh, that he posted. Wow. And then look at this stud, huh? Nice little shirtless pic for him. Uh, nobody, if it, you guys are listening right now, you can't notice, but I put, I showed a nice picture of Dean with his shirt off and a nice picture of him and Pappy. Okay, Dean, are you single and ready no. to mingle, or what's your situation? I am not single. So I'm he's very allowed to do taken. it. That's that's him and his his girlfriend's oh. dog. And let me just defend myself for a second, okay? The photo with Pappy was announcing our adoption of him because he's fantastic, <laughs> and we wanted to show the world that we're you know we're. Are fans of fostering all that kind of stuff and the shirtless picture was an ad and i was just trying to get some more engagement yeah, on it okay it so 
<laughs> it worked, yeah. my friend. But the, hey, they, thank you for holding me accountable, though. I appreciate it. <laughs> Your DMs are also blowing up from all these single ladies who want a piece of that action. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and I and I knew what I was doing when I was doing it, like I said, but but uh, I digress. You're uh, right. You're right. I take it all back. Oh, trust me. Come on. I have plenty of pictures of me and Lois. I'm that guy as well. Um, well, I, I'm sorry. I, Adam, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Everybody listening, uh, S'more, go download the app right now. If you're single and actually looking for a relationship, it sounds like an incredible app. Or you can go to s'moredate.com to view more information about it. Uh, I love it because I always find that when I meet someone, I find I end up uh, finding them more attractive or actually less attractive when I get to know their personality. So I love the idea of your app because it really just flips that on its head uh, where you find someone either more or less attractive based on their personality and then you find out what they look like. So um, congratulations on your all your success, Adam, and enjoy that sunshine in Orange County. Uh, thank you. I'll just say one more quick thing to your, fo- your fans and followers. We have this really cool celebrity dating show on Instagram called S'more Live Happy Hour. And we just shot our 100th episode in honor of Pride with T.S. Madison, who is one of the most famous transgender people, I think in this country. And we break into with these celebrities, they really tell us why their relationships have not worked, what has worked for them, crazy dating stories. We play hilarious dating games and you've never seen your favorite celebrities be this raw. So even if you're not wanting to join S'more or you're married or what have you, go check out our IGTV. The content is hilarious. It is so much fun and you know you get to be a little bit more intimate with your favorite celebrities oh yeah you have tons of them up there Paige Woolen. oh we had Paige on the podcast she's dudes in the dms right yes yeah she's great oh yeah definitely everybody listen go check out s'more date on instagram you can watch all these dating shows oh you had garrett on garrett powell from the bachelor oh yes we had all of them (laughs) oh ben flannick you had ben flannick holy crap that's a throwback name you had wells wait a minute do you know Wells? Well, yeah, but he's not single. He's he's dating. Oh, yeah, he's with Sarah Hyland from uh, Modern Family. No, not everyone's single. Oh, People- okay. I was <laughs> like, wait a minute. No, he's definitely in a really he's definitely in a relationship. I think he's even engaged. But it's it's funny because we know we think we know all these celebrities. We have a ton of housewives, and we you know we really go into it. How did you know your last relationship didn't work? Why did you break up with them? What is your craziest dating story? Some of these people's dating stories are the most insane things I've ever heard. And the idea behind the show is, look, if we're single, sometimes we feel like we've been doing something wrong. Why is it me? How come I'm all alone? Why do I feel this way? Got news for you, everyone. You're not alone. So many people have felt this way before, and I think we can learn from these shared experiences. So that's just my take, but the videos are hilarious. We have the next 20 episodes already booked, so oh, wow. make sure you're, you're following S'more. And yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, it's super cool, man. You have some great guests. So everybody listening, go check out S'more Day's Instagram and watch these. These are great. Uh, thank you again, Adam. Really appreciate it, bud. All right, take care. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. 
Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy, and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him, and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Should I say that every time? I guess not, right? Hey, welcome back. You guys know where you're at. It's Help I Suck a Dating Podcast. We have an email, our fra- favorite segment, and we have our favorite person reading the email. Mark. Aww, thanks, Jay. Hey. Uh, Mark, if you could be quiet so uh, Riley, our favorite person, can read the email, that'd be great. Thank you very much. <laughs> Is Dean here? <laughs> oh, great question. Let's check in. 
Oh, he's coming back. All right. Hold on. Stand by. Stand by, people. Technical difficulties down in Baja, California. Sorry. Here he is. Didn't do it on purpose. Actually, I did do it on purpose, but I just wanted to make sure my connection was pure for this uh, segment. All right, here we go. This is from an anonymous uh, emailer who sent this to us. Six months into my relationship, my boyfriend opened up the keeping in contact, hanging with exes can of worms. He told me he was still in contact with most of his exes and remained good friends with them all. He occasionally messages with them and sometimes even grabs lunch or dinner with some of them. His best friend is a girl he used to date, so he's always hanging out with an ex as it is. At first, I was pretty upset about the whole situation. I, on the other hand, am not close to any guys I've dated. But now, fast forwarding two years into our relationship, the tables have turned. Literally last week, I had an ex resurface who just moved close to where we live and swiped up on my Instagram story and started a friendly conversation. He asked me out to dinner to catch up. I said yes immediately, didn't think anything of it. I communicated it to my boyfriend and he got extremely upset. I don't like the double standards I'm seeing. Help. How should I go about this? Well, if this guy is getting upset at you for hanging out with an ex, meanwhile, he's been constantly hanging out with multiple of his exes, including a best friend that he sees all the time that he used to date, then this guy, this guy's hiding something. That's what I think. He's getting upset Mm. because he knows what he's doing and he knows that it's not the right intention. So now he's you know, experiencing the other, the shoe on the other foot, and he's not liking it. Jared, I got to say, we've been doing this podcast together for two, three years now. And it's four, isn't it almost four? Yeah, but Jared's only been doing it for three, right? (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, my point is, however amount of time we've been doing this podcast together, I think... uh, this might be the first time I've actually agreed with your take I, on an email. I was about to say, I, I felt very profound while saying it. <laughs> it was a good take. I, I think you're right. I think that the hypocrisy is real. Uh, I think the only reason he would be getting upset about you doing the same thing he's doing is because he's been getting away with doing something shady. And he knows that there is now the possibility of you doing that same thing unbeknownst to him. And so that's kind of why he's getting a little sh- peeved off by it. I find the whole thing shady. I got to be honest. And Anonymous, I'm so grateful for you listening. And I appreciate you emailing us. It's our favorite part of the podcast. Please keep emailing us. But I got to say, you said yes to hanging out with an ex immediately without even Mm. thinking about it. While for the past six months, you've been so upset about your boyfriend meeting up with exes. You didn't, that didn't cross your mind at all before saying Mm. yes. I think it's more like, Oh, this is something we do in my relationship. Yeah, I'd love to have dinner with you. I guess my yeah, point being, I if, an, see. if Anonymous is so upset about her boyfriend doing it, why wouldn't she be like, oh, I wonder if this is like, mm. I, my point being, I don't believe you, Anonymous, when you said, I didn't even think about it. I think you thought about it. And I think you said, if he can do it, I can do it. Maybe fine. she's acting out of vengeance. You know, like she's like, oh, well, yeah, exactly. So he's doing it. I'm going to do it. Maybe, I guess I interpret it as like, her ex moved to town, hadn't been there ever before, and he's like, oh, I don't have any friends. Like, do you want to like meet up and hang out kind of thing? Which kind of is, it's much more passable. But I do agree. Jared, you're, you're on one right now because if you're upset about it and then you go turn around and do the exact same thing, what are you saying? Are you saying you don't respect the relationship enough to spare him, your boyfriend, of the feelings that you feel when he wants to go hang out with his exes? Sounds like the relationship is kind of on its way out. Mark, what do you think in all your, in all your wisdom? 
I'm trying to come up with a justification for this guy's blatant hypocrisy. And guys like this have a justification. I'm wondering what it is. I wonder if it's like, no, no, hanging out with exes is something I do. It's not something you do. And therefore, if you're doing it, you must have ulterior motives where I know for sure that I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out because it's such a blatant flip-flop on the issue that he's got to kind of twist himself into a pretzel to justify it. Yeah, the, I agree with Jared. Jared's right. This is a problem and Ma- it's not good. And he's up to something shady. Mark, you said most guys come up with justifications. Are they justifications or are they just excuses? They're excuses. Guys are and stupid. often they're gaslighting to make you think you're crazy for questioning them. hundred percent. Well, Jared, you're friends with an ex, aren't you? So what if Ashley were to turn around and become friends with an ex? Am I friends with an ex? I mean, aren't you? I thought you said you were like really like one of your best friends was your girl that you dated in high school or something like that. No, 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 no. We never dated. She's a girl though, but we never oh, had any right, relationship right, right. history. Okay. She's like very much like a sister to me. Um, and there was never that like sexual chemistry between the two of us, so it was never awkward. But I can see how like if a best friend was a girl and there was like this weird past, how that would be far different than being friends with a female that you've legitimately never had anything with. Um, yeah. I, I remember I was, before Ashley, I tried being friends with an ex and it was just never good. I mean, it was great. She's an amazing human being, but like it would always lead to physical intimacy because we were both single. It was just like, we all, I think I knew in the back of my head, as soon as we started dating someone else, like we couldn't be friends anymore, you know? So what type of friendship yeah. is that? Right. I guess I'm, yeah, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. I'm mostly cordial with my exes. I don't think I'd ever really go out of my way to hang out with any of them though. Although there was a time early on in mine and Kaylin's relationship where I, uh, an ex like came out with me and my friends out in Denver and I texted Kaylin right away. I was like, Hey, Kaylin, just so you know, like one of my ex-girlfriends is coming out tonight. She was like totally cool with it, but I would never turn around. Like if let's say Kaylin had an ex come to town and they met up for dinner. I guess I'd be like kind of bummed, but I wouldn't be like, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd be like, Kaylin, it's okay, it's fine, have fun. But then you'd hang up on the phone and be like, if this guy does anything, I will kill him. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Because it's not like you don't trust Kaylin. So you trust Kaylin, you just don't trust the guy. No, I mean, I trust Kaylin. That I don't distrust the guy either, I guess. I don't know. I guess my point is I would be I would be bummed. I would be like, ah, like I would see why she wanted to do it, right? Because it's like you kind of like get to take a walk down memory lane, catch up with an old friend or ex-boyfriend, whatever it is. But there's still just like, I think it's just inherent that you're going to be like, oh, like that kind of stinks. But, you know, I know nothing's bad that's going to happen. That's how I would look at it, at least. So what does Anonymous do here? Is it time for an ultimatum? Is it time for a look? You can hang out with your exes or you can date me. You can't do both. Or is it the ultimatum of if you get to hang out with your exes, I get to hang out with mine? Because that just seems like a road down a a path towards distrust that's not going to end up well. Well, Jared's been knocking this one out of the park, so I think he should give some advice here. I don't think she should give an ultimatum of, hey, if you hang out with your exes, I'm going to hang out with mine because I agree with you, Mark. That's just a dumpster fire waiting to happen. <laughs> I think that she needs to sit down with him and, and discuss the fact that she doesn't feel comfortable with him hanging out with exes. And if he has a big issue with that, then maybe it is time to start moving away from the relationship. I mean, you guys are six months in. It's not like you've devoted no, they're two years in now. This oh, came up first after six months, but now it's been two years. Oh, God, I should read the whole email. Two years. Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah, then I would. Yeah. If if he has a big if he has a big issue with giving up hanging out with his exes, then 
or at least as frequently as he is now, then yeah, that might be a, a, a red flag. Because the biggest red flag that I find in this email is that he got so upset when she brought up the idea of her hanging out with an ex, which makes me mm -hmm. think he obviously is doing something shady with his exes because if he wasn't, then he'd be like, okay, yeah, go have fun. Like right. I'm, I'm very trustworthy with my exes, but he obviously isn't. He's like, wait a minute, what are you doing? No, 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 no. I know how this goes down. <laughs> I, mo I mostly agree with what you're saying. I think that she should approach the situation a little differently though. I think that she should bring up the fact that he got so upset about her hanging out with an ex and kind of push him on that a little bit more and be like, why are you upset? But, you know, just be like honest and conf confrontational about it. Be like, if you're doing this all the time, why is it something that I'm not allowed to do? Mm. I think that'll uncover a lot of, uh, you know, possibilities or like just kind of open, open line of communication that wasn't open before. Like, why are you upset? What's going on? Why don't you like that I'm doing this? If you're doing it, why can't I do it kind of thing? So I think that's kind of the approach you should take is take that uh, and see where it goes. I think Dean hit and it on that, the head. That, and then that might lead them to being like, oh, and then he, you know, he gets pushed hard and he's like, oh, I made out with my ex last week. You know, like, yeah, then that's the can of worms. Then that, we, that's like the we big, want you that's to email us next week if that comes out and let us know how the situation happened. Uh, anyway, that'll do it, right, Dean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What did you just have like a stroke or something? I think I did. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. It's hot in here. I'm tired. You like were you had moved on to your second sentence before you were even halfway done with your know, first one. I know. I gotta slow down. Anywho. You know, Jared Jared, I think that's a good that's a good stopping point, yeah. as you were alluding to. That's that's definitely a good place for us to stop. I got a good six hours to drive still, so <laughs> I'm ready to hit the road. Uh, I, gotta I take appreciate a you guys or something. <laughs> I, I appreciate I appreciate you guys working with me through this uh this episode. I hope that this audio is usable. I hope that the uh the the the, the listeners of this aren't Super pissed off at me. Just a little. You can be a little bit pissed off. Just not super pissed off. I think we should um, thank the listeners in general for putting up with this show every single week. We really appreciate you, listeners. You guys are good people. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If you didn't enjoy this podcast, we'll refund all of the money that you spent <laughs> to listen to this free podcast. Dean will refund so, all the money. Dean, that's right. Well... Yeah, the point is it's a free podcast <laughs> they're listening to. So I'll gladly refund all of the money. That's Fair exactly point. right. Uh, uh, thank you to Adam and his sweet new app, S'more. Be sure to check it out in the App Store. Uh, Mark, as always, thank you so much for being our uh, our omnipotent voice of reason. Jared, you crushed it today, man. I'm super, uh, super blessed to get to do this podcast with you every single week, yeah. even from Mexico or wherever the heck I am at, at times. Um, that's going to that's do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck It Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.
Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. 